0: This is Just Football. Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of Just Football. Yep, that's right. You're getting an extra treat this week. And we like to do these episodes when we get someone and grill them. Or should I say question them about their favourite football team or the team they support. Uh, With me the only co-host I've got tonight is Dan. Dave couldn't make it tonight, so hi Dan. Hello. And I have another colleague with me. I've got Diana Champy, who is a Liverpool fan, so hi Diana.
1: Hello, hello. <laughs>
0: yes, so tell us about it. Why, why do you support Liverpool then? What, what was it? How and why did you get round to supporting Liverpool as your team?
1: OK, so I probably first started supporting Liverpool, I'd say, about 1986, The so the 86-87 season. So we're talking um, Ian Rush here, just banging in goals for fun. And I think at the time when I was at school, it was sort of, you kind of even went Man United, Everton, Liverpool, they were the teams. And for me, it was just, it was, it was Ian Rush banging in those goals. Little did I know at the end of that season they were going to send him to Juventus, for never mind. <laughs> so yeah, that that was it for me. And I think they'd already bought John Aldridge. And then the, the the following season, I mean, we we won we won the league, I believe, the following season. So he was just banging goals of fun as well. So um, yeah, he filled in admirably. It was that's what kicked it off really.
0: Yeah, because those mid eighties, they were real. We Real heyday for Liverpool, weren't they? And and the team. So I remember. Um, so I remember when I was at school, kind of like junior school. I wasn't really into football at the time, but you know, you try to pretend you are, and it was Liverpool. Um, so I was having to pretend I liked Liverpool until then. As I got older, I, I supported Tottenham because that's the, the team my dad supported. So when I really got into it, so I just remember, yeah, Liverpool of that that era. Because I think didn't they win? Didn't they win the European Cup in something like 84 as well or 83? I can't remember. It was against Roma, I think.
1: We, we um, were just winning stuff for fun, really, basically. I think that season, the, the, the 87, 88 season, I think we literally went 29 games unbeaten on something stupid. We were just, mm. I mean, we had John Barnes, we had Alan Hansen, Kenny Dalgleish, I think we're still playing a little bit as well as managing. So, Yeah. Just the good old glory days,
0: that was. Dan, did you hear that? She said winning stuff for fun. Can you tell us what that's like? Because Dan and I are both Tottenham fans. Yeah,
2: being being both Tottenham (laughs) fans, apart from the occasional League (laughs) Cup triumph, we haven't had much to, to really shout about, have we? No,
0: no.
1: So I think I obviously was quite young. So I was like six or seven when I first started supporting them. So obviously those were the glory days. And then sort of as I was getting older into my teens, it sort of stopped like around 1990. And then it was just, obviously, you know, you stick with your team through thick and thin until really, I mean, obviously we had, uh, when Rafa Benitez joined, obviously we won the, the Champions League, which was amazing. And we got to a final as well, which, although we lost it, but I think the biggest thing was when Klopp, you know, Klopp came along. And um, just winning the Premier League was—I know we did it in lockdown, but it was still—that
2: must be quite anticlimactic. Because, because obviously, Liverpool not winning the league is quite a big thing, isn't it? Because you're famous for winning the league, and to not win it for so long, and then to kind of break that duck in the year, but there's no fans around—it mm. must have felt a little bit anti-anticlimactic. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't for the fans, but I don't know. It would have been a weird experience, even for the players celebrating in yeah. an empty stadium as well.
1: I think it got to the point where, obviously, we were so desperate to win the Premier League that we were like, "Okay, we just we just need to make sure yeah. we win it." And when they stopped playing the games, we were like, "This is so typical. Like, we're cursed. It's not going to happen again." Um, so we were just, <laughs> I think, we were just so happy to just win it to be honest. Yeah. And but yeah, we didn't really have you know the the open top bus party and stuff like that, which you would normally we kind yeah.
2: of. But you you had that season before that, didn't you? Where you what you got an extraordinary number of points. But obviously, finished yeah. To yeah. second to City, but I yeah. think that that points tally any other season would have won the league as well. So it really felt like, even though it was a, a single league title, they're probably that's probably worth about three or four, <laughs> Some, somewhere in the middle, just how good City have been.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I think when Jurgen joined, he was like, You've got to give me like four years or whatever. And then what you know, what he said happened because we have a song that we sing. Um, about Jurgen Klopp saying, you know, we're we going to win the Premier League, and we did. So, yeah. But I think, because obviously of COVID, but the, when we won the Champions League, that was that was unbelievable. So, um, my husband and I went to the second leg against Barcelona at Anfield. So we were three nice. nil down for the first leg, and obviously everybody had written us off. And I remember we I took the afternoon off work and we drove up and. Um, because we sort of have um, tickets to every home match, we're, they're sort of quite up high in the main stand. So I remember yeah. putting a post on Instagram saying, "You know, we're up in the gods tonight, and we need a bit of um, an intervention." But it was kind of like the atmosphere—I can't describe it. You sort of, we sort of felt from the outset that we were going to do it. It was just the atmosphere within the stadium. It was like we were just going to—we were just going to get get us through it. And that's probably the, the greatest Liverpool game I've, I think I've ever. Been.
2: I can't. I can't remember that game was the night after or before the Tottenham one because the Tottenham one was obviously was it the night before?
1: Because yeah.
2: that because obviously that's two remarkable comebacks in, in two nights, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I did. I really enjoyed the Tottenham one as well, actually, because yeah. It, yeah, I think we just yeah, I just Barcelona just I don't know they just weren't up for it. There was just something about them. They yeah. weren't as cynical. It, it just didn't feel right. And then obviously when when Trent sort of did that cheeky little dummy and Divock. Um, so yeah. my husband didn't even hadn't even realised at the time he, he, he hadn't quite registered that Divok had scored. So like we're like jumping up and down like this, and he hadn't it hadn't quite registered. And I was like, we've just scored a fourth, and he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he him and his friend, so we we put our names into the ballot for the Champions League final 2019. Um, my name didn't come out, his did, and he went with his friend to Madrid and obviously watched us win it
2: oh right yeah, I bet he probably felt though um, that the, the semi-final was probably a better because I, I felt like the final was a bit boring even as as, as the winners it, it just felt a little bit routine didn't it a little bit standard whereas that semi-final was something special that you know, you'll know remember, remember forever especially yeah, since you yeah. were there
1: agreed agreed but obviously got to take the win haven't you got to take the win yeah
2: some of us to- don't but yeah <laughs> If you're talking
0: about comebacks, I mean, obviously Liverpool had the famous one against Milan, didn't they? Yeah. In in, yeah. A, in 05. I mean, what a game that was as well, right? So do you remember watching that
1: one? Yeah, that one I was I watched in London, actually. Um, and I remember watching it in a bar with work colleagues. And again, it was just, um, yeah, 3-0 down and then and then the, the comeback. And I just remember um, Rafa Benitez sat down at the corner flag with cross legs. Yeah. Again, um, unbelievable, unbelievable.
0: So, and and so while we talk about clocks, I'll come on to him after. So, I, do you know what? I didn't realise today because I looked up. He's been there eight years.
1: Yeah,
0: been there since twenty fifteen. I didn't realise how long it was.
2: Is he the longest seven Premier League manager? or Is there another one ahead of him? Is Guardiola the same number of years? Or
1: Guardiola was four? Well, Klopp wasn't he? Yeah. Was he? I
2: don't. Well, I, I can't really recall now. He must be up there <laughs> as one of the I'm
1: not sure who was there when Klopp joined, actually. I mean, he's got to be up there, hasn't he? Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, no, but I've, eight years, I've no. This no good this
2: app just, call, just really... I've got this good app called Google. Let me just use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so why are you looking at that then? So, in terms of your family, then, Diana, who else or what? Are you all Liverpool fans or is there any rivalry or, or who else do, do your family support?
1: So my mum's from, uh, from Newcastle. Okay, um, okay. So she obviously is a Newcastle fan, uh, but not like her, she's not a massive football fan. So it was never yeah. imposed on me. I'm obviously my father's Italian. So he just like, he will follow or support any team in England that's got any connection to Italy, any sort of Italian player, any <laughs> Italian manager. Yeah. So I kind of, Went, you know, went my own way. It was actually my sister who took me to my first Liverpool game when I was about fourteen. We went to we went to uh, watch Wimbledon when they were playing at Selhurst Park, and she took me there, and we lost one nil. So it wasn't wasn't a great first outing. Great start, yeah. Yeah, so Hi. I I just picked it myself and and stuck with it, and obviously my husband's a big Liverpool fan, but that's just that's just coincidental. So. And now both my daughters are obviously four sons. <laughs> i not allowed to support anyone else.
2: <laughs> um, just, yeah, Jürgen Klopp is the longest serving current, ma- current manager at the moment. Okay. So it obviously did come in a bit before Guardiola.
1: Guardiola, wow. Okay, okay.
0: Well, the question is, is he going to be there for much longer? I guess that's that's the question. What do you think?
1: I, to be honest, I just, it, I, it scares me to think about it. Um, I think maybe another couple of years, I think. Um, do, do
2: you do you feel any of the fan base are starting to turn at all? Or do you, or do you like, the reason why I asked that, when Arsene Wenger got to the end of his career, a lot of the Arsenal fan base began to turn, didn't they, and, and wanted Wenger out. But can you sense the fan base beginning to turn on clock or do you, do you think they're fully behind him?
1: No, not at the moment. Last season, because obviously we had a real dip, there was yeah. slight murmurings from people, but I would always quite swiftly... Shut them up. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've started this season quite fresh. We're doing all right, actually, considering. So I think I think he's all right. I think he's all right. In a minute, we do, there is a lot of trust in Klopp because what he said he would do, he, you know, he has done. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think he's. I think he's been. He's obviously been brilliant for Liverpool, but I think it would be a shame if you know he kind of. But the fan base did start to turn on him because I, I think what he's done for Liverpool has been fantastic, and like I said, that league title. After so long without it, is it, is just exactly what they needed. And in an era where Man City had all that money, and I felt like at the time, but Liverpool did it a bit more properly. Um, they did obviously spend a lot of money, but not in the same league Man City were at the time.
0: That's Exactly. It. I think we forget because of City and all the all the publicity around City. But Klopp has pretty much won everything with he's Liverpool. Won every, hasn't? He's won trophy, them.
1: He's won every. And yeah. obviously the World Cup Cup. Yeah, he's won every trophy. Don't yeah. There is to offer in the in, in country,
0: yeah, hundred percent. And I think it just gets glossed over because of city and and all, all the love for city and, and, and Guardiola. Because um, that that's the thing. Because I was gonna, I had a question here initially. I was gonna say, oh, how do you feel? Because you had a rough year last year, but still finished fifth in the end. I know it was a terrible start, or it felt like a terrible first half of the season, but I still managed to finish fifth, didn't you? So, yeah, uh, how did last season feel?
1: Um. I, it was just the problem is, and this is I've I've spoken to City band fans about this as well. Sometimes you you just sort of feel you, there's like an expectation. So City, you always used to think I just want to do better than I did last season. But then obviously when you start winning things, then yeah. there's that certain expectation, and you you want to be up at that level. So it was it was frustrating. I think it was more frustrating for me because watching just some of the players' attitude and how lackluster they were. I think was a bit more disappointing necessarily in where we finished, but then it got to the point where you're like, oh, do we want to finish in the Europa League places? Not really, um, but obviously we did. So I guess we'll be we'll give that a good shot. Probably see Newcastle there fairly soon, but we'll see. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you might be right, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my mamas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that used to be quite a grudge match as well, didn't it? Liverpool-Newcastle. So,
1: oh, there's been some matches yeah. over the years. Yeah, including yeah. including this season, a few weeks ago. So, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, so, you mentioned you go to games. So Did you go to a fair few? Or
1: Yeah, so um, we don't have a season ticket because it's, r- it's quite difficult to get a season ticket at Anfield. Um, you know, you're waiting for people to basically deal Um, to get yourself a season ticket. So we have the next thing down. Um, So it's like an All Reds membership and then you buy tickets to every home game. So we just, we try to go to as as many as we can, really. So my my husband's done quite a few Champions League finals. For some reason, I don't know whether he's telling me the truth, his name seems to come out in the ballot a lot, whereas mine (laughs) never seems to come out. So my ticket doesn't seem to...
2: You might need to do some fact checking.
1: (laughs) but yeah, but also when, when I was uh, like studying, I did I lived in Florence for a year, so I, I used say, to go. I used to su- I sort of support Fiorentina while I was there. So I used to go back in the day. It was cheaper for a woman to get a ticket to go and watch Silly Ass. So I used to go and walk to the Artemio Franchi. Used to catch the bus and go and watch them when I could. And that was oh, I don't really want to say because then I'll show you how old I am. But um, it was like Gabrielle Battistuta was still playing. I oh, mean, yeah, there yeah. Was some absolute legends playing at the time so yeah i used to go and watch a bit of life football
0: that also wow. was in italian football's heyday as well that was um yeah, yeah when he was playing things like that um it is going to be a silly question but we always hear about you know what the the cop is like and the and the atmosphere there what what is it like on match day
1: I mean I might be biased, but I just don't think you'll find a better set of fans than Liverpool fans. You won't find a, a better atmosphere. Um, I've never personally been lucky enough to to sit in the cop, so RC towards um in the main stand. I think my husband sat in the cop before, but yeah, it's just I just I love it. I love all the flags like passing over the crowd, you know, with all, all the history, all the managers that have once have all their pictures. I just love all the songs. Um we always make an effort to learn the new ones and, and my daughters have picked up the songs as well so you know we sing them I think um, one of my earliest memories of my daughter who's about four years old she'd learned the Louis Suarez song which we've got on video somewhere which will roll out <laughs> for her when she's 18 so yeah <laughs> I don't think we get a better atmosphere
2: 100% does, does it do you feel it changes for like things like the Everton game or do you think it's more of a Man United game how do those two rivalries compare <sighs>
1: I personally, I think it is definitely heightened for Man United. I, I, yeah. We just hate each other. I, I can't, yeah. I can't emphasize enough how much we don't like each other, and it is a real match. <laughs> so I've, I've often thought, why? You know, why? What is all this rivalry? It's not just apparently it stems back. So it's not just about titles and stuff like that. But apparently, it stems back to the rivalry between Manchester and Liverpool. So according to people from Manchester, they feel like they've they worked hard and got everything and Liverpool just moaned. Um, this is just in life, not in football, but they moan about stuff and don't work. They want it easier than, than people from Manchester. And this rivalry, like it, it goes all the way back to that. So,
2: Okay, what about, what about the Everton uh, rivalry as well? Or do you not feel that? I don't, I don't know, for me, it just I feel like the Everton rivalry is a bit more of a friendly one. Compared to other local rivalries, I don't know why I feel that. It's, it's a bit more. I don't know because you kind of see Everton pay tributes to the anniversaries that, that Liverpool fans have, and I don't know if I see that and think, "Oh, that's that's respectful." But I don't see ever see the nasty side of that.
1: Um, whereas with Tottenham
2: and Arsenal, I always do.
1: Uh, you kind <laughs> of do. I mean, we've had taxi drivers when they've picked us. You know, we've gone out into town in Liverpool after a you know a derby game, and you know yeah. we like the game today. We're Liverpool fans. Um, yeah. so yeah <laughs> you do still see it you do still see it but obviously they yeah. are obviously they are respectful because at the end of the day it's not about if football it's about the, the city of liverpool and, and yeah. liverpool yeah they're always going to respect that but yeah no there is still definitely a rivalry there definitely yeah.
0: okay we just wonder if it is the success level there as well in terms of especially i mean in our episode this week you and Dave tipped Everton to go down finally this year as well, didn't you? So.
2: Yeah, I, I think they've been clinging <laughs> on long enough.
1: I think yeah. that's the thing and it's watered down a little bit over the years because obviously Everton haven't been great um, and we have. I so.
0: think <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, the yeah. ultimate slap in the face, isn't it, for both kind of like Everton and, you know, um, and City. Like we've just said, like Tottenham Arsenal, that's a big rivalry and, and other same City ones. Whereas Liverpool and, and United don't look at the other big team in their city as 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 their main rivals. That, that's the that's the biggest slap in the face you can probably give I think, isn't it? Yeah, I
1: think so. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and I think the Liverpool Ar- Arsenal, the Liverpool United game does always crop up. I think in in your mind, if you do uh, do think about rivalries, is it's funny, isn't it? It's just yeah, those are uh, those games. Um, live long I mean was it was it last season you had the uh the good result wasn't it
1: yeah so I think early doors they they beat us which was just yeah. horrific I can't tell you how horrific that was <laughs> we, we absolutely destroyed and we you know we'd had a really poor season and it was like for, for just for that 90 minutes it was like the Liverpool of old and I think we were like oh you know we've still got it we've still got it and then we sort of didn't really c- continue that momentum but I think it was just literally because it was Man United, we just we just picked it back up again because we'll always rise to that to that challenge, always. So yeah.
0: Oh, I remember. Are there many United fans at work? I, I think I know of at least one, but he's also an MK Dons fan, so he's probably he probably <laughs> supported them that day. <laughs>
1: yeah, unfortunately, there are a few. There are a few. So um, are you, the 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 owner of of Blue Chip, he was a big Man United fan, and so. Um yeah, there was a lot of banter that went on there. And I, I do remember when we won like the Champions League, I was like shivering past the uh, <laughs> like, Champions League trophy.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, and, and yeah, without, without sort of wanting to embarrass you, I think this is also how much Diana loves Liverpool as well, is your team's picture. And this was, I have to say, when I first joined the company, I thought you actually met Mohamed Salah. So it's a picture of her with... Mohammed Salah but it's it's not it where was that? Is that was it a cardboard cutout car or was it like a,
1: yeah so we a took, we took on a, a stadium tour and in the press rooms yeah. um they had cardboard cutouts so I had a photo but yeah a, a lot of people think that it's either a my husband or um it's the it really is my Salah. so mm-hmm. yeah I get that quite a lot
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it I, yeah I-
2: would you say that Salah is what, obviously is the current player? But is he kind of the striker you kind of admired the most at Liverpool? You know, or how does he compare to people like Torres or Suarez or?
1: <sighs> see, I think th- I loved Torres. I loved Torres until he stabbed us in the back and. See, I di- I loved yeah. Torres. Suarez, I loved as well. D- different player, sort of more aggressive. Um, but I also had really had a lot of time for Mane. I really loved Sadio Mane.
2: I really, no, honestly, yeah, yeah. I mean, do, do, was Salah, but I loved Mane. So, I, I, when did he, was he been gone a year now? Just over a yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. I, rem- I remember saying when Liverpool sold Mane, uh, I remember having a conversation with my friends, I said, I reckon Liverpool will struggle next year without him. I think he's a bit of um he's not talked about enough because Salah was always there and, and kind of in front of him in the Peckham order. But I think Mane contributed a hell of a lot to that team. Yeah, and you know they, that, that is when the dip happened. They, they did kind of struggle the season after we left.
1: Yeah, I feel like it, it cursed us because also he he gave competition to Salah, obviously. Um, and yeah. just, but I think his attitude off the pitch. So I think he was a bit of a mentor. He worked really hard. He's very humble. You know, drives around in like a mini. Doesn't doesn't really flaunt his wealth. Does a lot back yeah. in Senegal, like paint. You know, builds schools and stuff like that. So I think it was his. Influence off the pitch missed, yeah. um, and then obviously he struggled it. by he's gone with everybody else to Saudi Arabia. So. Yeah,
2: and and obviously Salah was talks about going out there as well recently as well. How, how would that have felt?
1: I personally would have taken the two hundred million. I think. <laughs> yeah, we're not short of, of, of a front line, really. That's, that's yeah. where we, that is where we are, you know, healthy and strong. But you know, I think probably the agreement is in July. So as long as we get, a, you know, a good amount of money for good him. Season,
2: do you feel he's kind of over that peak of being really good and kind of coming back down the other side now a little bit, or do you think he can still be world class?
1: I think he can still be world class, but I think he, you know, he's he's given an awful lot to Liverpool. He's been a great player for us, um, but I think yeah. if, you can, if you can get a decent amount of money for him, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah,
2: yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, isn't it, when you think about two hundred million for like a 30, 32 year old? Crazy. crazy money in football.
1: It's crazy money, and just. You know, all these players are going over there, it's just it's just, you know, was it Damari Demar, yeah. Grey they bought as well? I yes, think yeah. And, yeah. Crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean uh, I haven't played football for a while, but you know, if they if they if they want to uh come after me, I'll tell you. I yeah. can <laughs> still play and the
2: prices they pay and they'll probably pay about a tenner, twenty quid. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but that's it. But it's all the uh, it's it's the wages they they do the low fees, don't they? But it's everything else they do, isn't it? It's uh, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, you only need to 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 play for six months and you're sorted. Um, but but the thing is, you get rid of Salah and you and you'll just get the next legend. Because I mean, Liverpool you know, let's be honest, have just had so many fantastic players over the years, haven't they? I mean, you know, we've mentioned some, but you've got Gerard Rush, uh, Barnes, um, well, my generation, like McManaman, uh, Mm -hmm. Michael Owen. I mean, it's just, there's, I I don't recall a time, but mind you, you're the fan, you could tell me different, where it was probably, even if you, when you weren't winning, that it wasn't a great team, or some great players to watch. I mean, Robbie Fowler, you know, so many greats have gone through, gone through that, 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 club
1: yeah or god as we like to call him yeah we've all we've always been good on the striker front 100 percent. we've always had good strikers um yeah it's just something we seem to to, to do well and i think we've we've bought well you know even you know rafa benitez you know don't forget we had jabby alonso as well who was
2: brilliant. he was phenomenal wasn't he he was he was i felt like he was under <laughs> even though people rated him i think he was underrated
1: Massively underrated, you know. And he he brought in Suarez. He brought Mascarano, Don't forget, we had having Mascarano yeah. Well, <laughs> sure, but yeah, yeah. Alonso was one of, for me, is one of my one of my players that we had. Yeah. Great, great midfielder.
2: Dan Dan mentioned someone else there. I thought I'd uh, ask you about Michael Owen. Has he tainted his <laughs> Liverpool reputation a little bit by going to Man United?
1: So, I can honestly say to you, I think he's the most irritating Liverpool player. And if you speak okay. to not Liverpool fans, you will see that he's really not very popular. So uh,
2: this, is that? I, I think he's irritating since he's become a pundit. But did you feel like that Liverpool you found him irritating when he went to Manchester United, or was it before that? Or
1: I mean, I found him slightly irritating before that. I'm not going to lie, but yeah. that just made it worse. That made it worse. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: If you're listening, Michael. Well, I, I, I still liked you. I yeah. still liked yeah, you. We've
2: got him coming on in a minute as a guest appearance. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm I just, just text funny. him and
2: tell him not to bother. We thought it'd be a nice surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: being honest. I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of said it, but I did want to ask you if you could pick. Uh, it's a difficult question, but like your three all-time favorite players.
1: Oof.
0: Yeah, I know you've got to be, just, just shuffle it down to three. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness me. That is just – uh, that That question is unbelievable. Um, I think probably I'm going to oh, – well, I'm going to have to sort of say in Rush because that's that's why I started supporting um, Liverpool. Um, ooh, probably I'll have to put Steven Gerrard in there because what, what a midfielder. What a midfielder. I know everyone probably puts him in, but, yeah, what a what midfielder. Um, and then um, – Who would I say? There's just too many good ones to choose from. It'd probably have to be another striker. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll go Robbie Fowler.
0: Peter Crouch played for Liverpool, didn't he? Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't. didn't Yeah, if you
1: to name like my top three like robot dancers, he would (laughs) hundred. No, I mean I did have some players that I really didn't like. I, I don't know why, but I had an exceptional hatred of of Bolo Zenden when he played for us. I, I don't know what it was. And
0: I forgot him as well. Jeez. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I, I really had, and also I had a massive issue with Harry Kuehl. I don't ask me why. I literally couldn't stand the guy.
2: Yeah. Oh, really, but he he scored in that Champions League game, didn't he? Did that not?
1: No, I can't. I it can't I mean... bad.
2: look at look at her face. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I can see. I can see. It's a sore subject. Maybe we should change the subject.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. There's sometimes, like you know, on the Italian side. I've got an irrational hatred of Filippo and Zaghi. Um <laughs> mainly because he was always offside. But I yeah, really, oh, my
0: word. Yeah. yeah, always he was, offside. He was born. Way. He was born offside. I was born yeah,
1: offside. That, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, we'll come on to the Italy thing in in a bit, actually, because I do want to ask you some questions of that. But um, I just want to go back. You mentioned Gerard, or we, or we spoke about Gerard. I don't know, Dan, as as a non Liverpool fan. Whenever I think of Gerard, all I've got now is that slip he done in that game. So, do you think like the memory of Gerard is, or is that just me being a bit of a git? And
2: oh, I, I think I you being a bit of a git. I'm going to be honest; I've not thought of that <laughs> slip for for quite a while.
0: Oh, you will um, now. You I will mean, now.
2: Yeah, I will now. I think it, it's because what was funny about that was the week before he told everyone not to slip up, didn't he? In, mm. in like his mm. little in his little team talk, and then he obviously slipped the week after.
1: Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I've I, it's just unfortunate, someone who's a, such a yeah. fantastic servant of the club, for that, for that to happen to, yeah, I think, it's, it's I think no, that's,
0: And that's the thing, though, that's what I was going to say, is the modern day players in the modern day, especially with the social media, any little mistake is never forgotten. Uh, and, and you know what I mean? And that came right towards the end of his Liverpool career, wasn't it? It, it was yeah. pretty much at the end, so... Yeah, I
1: think for okay. me, I'm just I'm just gutted that he missed out on the clock era. Just absolutely yeah. gutted for him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well well we kind of say that and, and it's not like he he's, he's he didn't kind of miss out on it, but I feel the same with Harry Kane and Tottenham at the moment with our new manager. I I, I yeah, but that's, that's the wound's still fresh, so we won't go on about that again.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel the Klopp here was a bit more proven than yeah. era, though, yeah, the Costa Yeah, the yeah. yeah, and...
1: but, but don't forget, it's not just <laughs> it's not just uh, Poster You've got you've got Levy in the mix there, haven't you? Really? So
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. But I do no, know, but I just think it's a valid conversation where we look at players from the past and think, oh, you know, I'd love. Like I would love, I'd know, like John Barnes in this Liverpool side of today, He'd be you know, and it's just these yeah. different players in different generations. And it's just, it's just a shame sometimes. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was a great player as well, wasn't he? Um,
1: well, King Kenny. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, great.
0: that's the thing. And even your your managers as well. Yeah, you, you know, it, it, Dale Glees was the player and then manager. I mean, it's just, you, you know, it's just, I think it's a, it's a heritage isn't it as a, as being a Liverpool fan that you've got to look back on i mean you yeah, know even even us I think that is all we've got Dan, isn't it the heritage because we don't have anything current right really
2: yeah but I'm just you yeah, know when we were talking about your list of strikers and the, the list of those front men you're like i can't remember that many tottenham front men who have been that kind of legendary type status and maybe because we have just had Harry Kane for so long that we've just forgotten what a good striker is Um, but yeah you've had some real legends of the game go through Liverpool and I guess that's, that's part of the attraction of playing for that club though isn't it when you've had a club that's been that successful they want to play for clubs like Liverpool
1: yeah, agreed. But but we have had some dodgy managers as well. Hello, I lived through the Roy Hodgson years, so I'm just going to put that. Yeah, that,
2: that wasn't that, that wasn't that long ago, was it? Was, was, was it wasn't.
1: I mean, it's like you know, eight draws or whatever it was on the bouts. Honestly, those were some hard games at Anfield. Let me tell you that. He
2: still ma- he's still managed and he could come back, could not he?
1: <laughs> he does a great job. <laughs> he's exactly what Palace <laughs> needs. It <He>, wasn't <laughs> what, what he needed.
0: Hey, some teams could do with him. Do you see? He almost got into a fight in his first game. Did you not see that that player that bumped into him or something? And he kind of squared up for him. I thought bloody hell. Yeah, no, fair
1: play, boy. Fair play.
0: So, so how do you feel about this season? Because obviously, I, I mean, City. We 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 discussed this week in our episode about where we think teams are going to finish, and I think you you can't look past City being, if not the winners, they're going to be contenders. A lot of other teams have spent a lot of money as well. Um, a lot of teams are kind of improving. So what? What? how do you feel about this season?
1: I personally, I just, I would really like us to get back in the chat. So I'd love for us to finish in top four. Um, I think sort of we've lost some midfielders. We've lost Fabinho. We've lost that holding midfield, that sort of protection, which we need. When you've got Trent who's always coming forward and I don't think sometimes Trent hasn't been at his best. So you know I do wonder how far we can push it, but I'd I'd like to I'd like to get the top four. As I said, going forward, you know, no issues whatsoever. I'm glad uh Nunes has been given a start because I think that you know he deserved that after the game. So I think yeah, going forward, um really like Sobasly, I think he looks a, a great <laughs> young player and I, I've got a pronunciation of a guy at work who's, um, <laughs> but now every time I see him I just shout at him stop going lie that's all I say to him mm. yeah. <laughs> and McAllister I, looks good well. I'm happy with McAllister oh so yeah, yeah
2: yeah. wasn't the sending off was it
1: for McAllister yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> no oh, I, I found that was one of the weirdest decisions so far this <laughs> year how, how people could watch that replay and think that was a red card offense but
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, it didn't help us in the game. Obviously, they rescinded any further ban. But obviously, it didn't help that we had to carry on. Seemingly, we seemed to do all right with 10 men. So,
2: Yeah. I, I, I feel like the, the league this year, I think it feels like Man City and Arsenal are going to be there in that top four. And then I think there's a batch of clubs like Liverpool who are trying to get back in there. Tottenham who are trying to get back in there. Newcastle, no one really knows where there is. Um, and then obviously Chelsea are trying to get back there as well however I'm hoping they fall miserably short but there's, there's, there's like <laughs> that, that batch of clubs there it's, it's, it's a bit different to how it used to be because that top four always used to be the same didn't it and they always used to be playing yeah. well and always used to be up there but now it feels like the pe- it's, it's a competition who can be the less bad get, gets those, those top four spots
1: yeah and also sometimes you can't rule out like Brighton you know they've got yeah. great Zerbe does a really good job there um, but even last season I still think you know Man United played some absolutely shocking football and yeah. how did they get Champions championship do, do you know what I mean so they might even be in the mix I mean on a you know early
2: early yeah, game
1: likely because obviously they haven't got a left back you know they've got defensive problems Um, you know wheel Johnny Evans back out but I think they could.
2: You just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I'm amazed about with Johnny Evans coming back in. I just I don't, I don't know as a club how that's happened. But
1: I mean, I mean personally, is, we found it hilarious.
0: But you know, I was gonna say the problem is no th- no other teams really had that much. Um, oh, what's the word? I had the word in my head, but you know, where you do the same thing. go, uh, what's the word? Where you do you do. Re- Continuously well, I can't think of the word. But no one, no, all other teams had really bad patches. Consistency, thank you very much. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we said Liverpool got off to to not the greatest of starts. You know, Tottenham, our side. You know, we'll, we'll win, we'll beat City, and then lose against you know a, a non-league side. Uh, it's, it's, I think that's what's missing. And I was going to say, I personally, I think the Premier League needs Liverpool challenging because I don't like Arsenal. I don't like Chelsea. You know, there are a few teams I don't like. So you, you want at least to. I, I feel like Liverpool is the side I don't mind up there challenging because you don't want it to be City, uh, city all the time. <laughs> and it's at least, you know, it's, it's not. They're not as bad as, yeah, Arsenal or say Chelsea, so Chelsea. Yeah,
2: that's it.
1: And it keeps it interesting as well, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. slightly different tangent, do you you ever look at um, Man United and any of their players and think, oh, I really should dislike you, but I do actually quite like you as a player?
1: Oh, my goodness, no. (laughs) Really? I mean, Bruno Fernandes, I mean, he's a United player through and through, let me tell you that. No, there's never been, I honestly couldn't name one, no.
2: I really... Because I, I was having this conversation about Arsenal players the other day and Dennis Bergkamp is in that territory for me, whereas I kind of dislike him because he plays for Arsenal, but I really liked him because I thought he was a brilliant player. i was just wondering you know, if you had the it, same for Man United.
1: I mean, I guess you could say, you know, Rooney was a great player, they had Roy Keane, but no, I can't I can't bring myself to him, well, I'm sorry.
0: Well, I was actually going to ask, mm-hmm. is there or was there a player from another team that you would have loved to have had in in your side? So we've ruled out all Man United players. Okay, so that. Well,
1: oh, Moses got say don't know. I'm
0: joking. <laughs> 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 oh, fair play.
1: Um, 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 mm, that's that's a really good question. I've never really thought about it. To be quite honest with you, I've never you've thought not about had to, it
0: because you've won everything. So, yeah, I,
1: I haven't really had to um, think about it. I mean, you could sort of admire other players, but I never, never really thought. Oh, I really, I really wish that they played for Liverpool. No, that's
0: fair enough. That's fair enough. Mm. I've got Dan. I've got one more specific Liverpool question. Have you got anything else Liverpool based?
2: Um, no, I don't think so. Well, I was
0: just going to ask how Klopp is. I'll come back to him. He can be one of those divisive managers, in the sense of I think if he's your manager, you love him. But as an opposition fan, when he has some of these outbursts and that, it can be quite frustrating to watch. How, how do you feel when you when you see that? Do you think he's playing a clever game in terms of trying to you know get the, either get that attention on him or try to to make it about something else other than what is seen on the pitch? Because he does tend to have an outburst every now and then, doesn't he?
1: He does. He's he's very, he is passionate. I think he he is also, I think he's a really clever guy. I mean, not just tactically, yeah. um, but um, for me, I just, I mean, as a Liverpool fan, I just love him. I mean, just from the moment he joined, you know, and he was going around the local pubs and talking to the fans and just, mm-hmm. he's just got that way with people. And I think even, even people who aren't Liverpool fans, I think if you didn't have him in the Premier League and you didn't have his press conferences and everything else, I think it would be, it'd be a duller place.
2: That's for sure. Yeah. I I saw. I feel, I feel conference. like some of. Sorry, go on then. No,
0: go. No, you go for it. I
2: was going to say because you mentioned about some of the divisive stuff that some fans felt. I feel like that's come in the last couple of years. I don't think that was really for that. I felt like as a, and I don't know if it's just because Liverpool are not playing up to their where they have been. Maybe he's just let his guard down a little bit. I, I, I don't know, but I feel like the divisive stuff has happened more recently rather than in the first few years.
1: Yeah, and I think last year, a lot is just born out of frustration because we just
2: weren't doing Yeah,
1: to do it. we yeah it's know. exactly
2: that,
0: isn't it? That's, that's where it comes from. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just I saw a video recently and it was a really funny one. It was where I think a fan asked him to sign a shirt and he was, but the fan, I think, was so in awe that he wasn't holding the shirt up and he sort of clock toes around to him and goes, You need to hold the effing shirt? I was sort of <laughs> <just> burst out <laughs> laughing and I just thought it was so oh. funny. Um, right. I had. I qu- there was a question here that came up at, when I was thinking about it and it it actually came from – some. Well, no, actually, it was, I think it was Dave gave us this question. He said, do you have any Liverpool-related memorabilia or collectibles? And then I said to Dan, the conversation, because I, I spoke to you briefly last night and you're not in that room now, but you've got more than just a couple of bits of memorabilia there, haven't you, in your house?
1: Yeah. Uh, did yeah, you, do
0: yeah. you want to let us it's amazing Dan it's, it's like yeah you'd, you'd be in heaven there as well it's great
1: yes yeah, so, oh gosh we've got low lots of different signed shirts so we've obviously got Champions League winning signed shirts we've got Salah we've got Suarez quite a few different Gerard ones um, uh, Virgil van Dijk got a Klopp one um, some oh, I think we have got a 1992 uh, replica shirt signed. Uh, I think Bruce Grobbelaar, amongst others, is on there. We've got a signed Steven Gerrard boot. We've got loads. We've wow. even got an advertising board that we bought off Facebook that used to be when when we were sponsored by New New Balance, um, and <laughs> someone had it for sale, and so we've got it up, got, got it up in our house. <laughs> we've got
2: oh, wow. proper pop fam.
1: Yeah, a replica fake Premier League trophy from when we won the Premier League. <laughs> um yeah loads loads of different. not just liverpool actually we've got quite a lot of yeah. got other football ones um we've got other um world cup winning shirts uh, got messi or ronaldo okay uh, uh, nice. clint-, clint dempsey went from the usa <laughs> clint-, clint dempsey shirt yeah got 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 hired off uh, football nice
2: Good work.
1: Oh, nice. and an old seat from the main stand at Anfield because they <laughs> sold them off when when they rebuilt it, and we've got we've got a seat in a box that was on the old. Oh, box. look at that! So, and that, that we have
2: cool.
1: a stone, two stones with our name on at Anfield. So what, again, Anfield. What, as, in
2: like, as in like as in bricks type thing. As in, got.
1: Like, patio stone. Gotcha. So, yeah. We got. We got one. We bought one. Put put our family name on it and stuff. And then as a wedding present, our friend um, to us uh, bought uh, bought um bought one as well. So with all of us on it. So every time we go to gonna find our stuff.
2: Wow! So you you you're part of the ground.
1: We are part of the ground.
2: Good
0: work. Look okay, at that. Okay. Um. I just wish I had the room for that because I'd love to have all that. Uh,
1: they them? When, they, when, they, when they rebuilt White Hart Lane, they didn't sell any stuff off.
0: They probably did, but it's like it's amazing what you can do. So like, I, I saw this week was it um was it Madrid, I think, or Barcelona is selling the Barcelona, yeah. Was it Barcelona in like a little mini stadium, isn't it? And a little bit of the, the turf for like 200 quid or something. And it's like, what's to stop somebody going out into their back garden, cutting up their lawn? <laughs>
2: Tottenham actually when um, the year after White Hart Lane got knocked down Um, and I'm a Lily White member and the little membership pack that came out in the post um, was a little Tottenham key ring and it was like glass and it had a bit of the grass from the old White Hart Lane pitch which was pretty cool but I have no idea where it's gone (laughs) I think I've gone through two house moves so I don't know where it is
1: but you know obviously you have to get it all authenticated so you have to have yes. all the tickets with it
2: or it's not worth anything. Yeah. Well, it, this may have come from Daniel Levy, so it might it might have been glass <laughs> from a local park, and he's selling off <laughs> the proper stuff. <laughs>
0: what what I do remember is Tottenham actually, their turnstiles are actually at Welling Garden City Club. So I think their right. old oh, it's mean. got donated to Welling. So there you go. There you go. I do, I do know that bit. Um Okay Okay. So do you do you watch much? Or are you invested at all in the the women's game? Because that's really sort of come leaps and bounds recently, hasn't it? In in recent years, so with the tournaments, so is that something you've you've kept an eye on, or
1: not really to be missed? Not not. My daughter plays a bit of football, but no, I I don't. I just it's it's is either Liverpool. Is that's pretty much it.
0: And and on the Italy side, then I did have some questions. So yes, yeah, so do you. Do you support a, a, an Italian side over there, or, or is it mainly just the national team you follow?
1: So it's, it's mostly the national team. I th- when I when I was in Florence, it, you know, I would have said Fiorentina, um, but it probably should be Napoli because that would be our. Be, it should be Napoli or Lazio because that's any sort of Serie.
0: Actually, as an Italian fan, you probably do get an idea of what it's like being a Tottenham fan because we've had <laughs> the the amazing highs, and then recently we've had the crashing lows. So, what, kind of, what's your view on it? Because you know, we, I think Dan, Dave, and I were talking the other day. Is, it feels really, it feels really difficult being an Italy fan because you know we've won the World Cup in two thousand and six, a fairly recent. We won the Euros just a few years ago, but then we're struggling to qualify for anything else. And it's like I, I don't know how you explain that to people. Is it's, it's so weird? It's it's either you've got to win it or don't turn up. I
2: think that's that's the yeah, um, yeah. that's it's, the motto. It's nothing, but but sometimes
1: <laughs> even when we won two thousand and six World Cup, I mean it wasn't the greatest Italian squad that we've ever had. You know, really when we should have won, it was Italia 90, which obviously yeah. we didn't finish third. Um, so it wasn't the greatest team, but obviously we had the whole, um, you know, they were sort of galvanised against the press and the media and Lippi did that whole speech and was just like, leave us alone and all of that. And it sort of galvanised the team. So it wasn't the best team that we've ever had. I know it had like Cannavaro in it, but it wasn't the best team that we've ever had. And I think maybe in the Euros as well, we just, just maybe overachieved overachieved definitely
0: wasn't the greatest team and I think there was a lot of people having not a laugh maybe that's a bit harsh at Italy but I think especially you know being against England I I don't think anyone gave Italy a chance in that and I think there was a little bit of the underdog spirit in that but it's just yeah it's it's then you know you go from celebrating that to the next year not not making it to the World Cup. And it's like, yeah, it's like so hard to kind of keep that smile on at work. It really is.
1: But I think sometimes you do, sometimes when you win stuff like that, you do like have a bit of a dip, I think, when you've sort of reached the peak. But now sometimes I do think, I wonder, are we suffering the fact that the the Italian league isn't hasn't been as strong as the Premier League and you don't find many players sort of going outside of Italy? I know we've got Tonali now and... I think it's yeah. Agnolo, someone signed Agnolo. Yeah,
0: Aston Villa, I think, yeah.
1: Um, you know, other than that, we did, you know, they were sort of playing in Italy and I did wonder, obviously, Giorginio, sorry, I forgot about Giorginio, but sometimes you do wonder if we have suffered, you know, because of that, maybe. Yeah,
0: and, and there's definitely the money just isn't there like it used to be. I think now people tend, I think the people that tend to go to Italy to play are going there because I think they just prefer the lifestyle, rather than coming initially to a Premier League club. I think it's just, you know, I think there's still a law of living in, like, Milan or Rome um, during that, as, as opposed at the moment to, to coming over to, to to England. And there's that one there of those videos where I think it was a bit harsh of when Tenali, yeah came to Newcastle. They were clipping it and saying that he was, like, he looked really depressed as soon as he stepped off the plane, sort of not realising where he was. Um, yeah, I mean... I mean-
1: it's only good for the national team to have people, you know, playing in in other countries. But but you know you can. see not is not up to the the Premier League standard. You you can see that. Um, yeah. But I think last season again, they Inter getting to the Champions League final was a bit of a shock for everybody. But then obviously Italy didn't qualify for the for the World Cup. A lot of their players didn't have that all those extra games in December. They had a bit of time off, so maybe. That kind of helped them because they did have quite a good run in a lot of competitions last year. We'll yeah. see.
0: Yeah. I mean, Dan, what's your kind of outside view on, on on Italy as the national team? It is a bizarre one, isn't it?
2: It is. Be, be it's, nice. a, it's a bizarre <laughs> one. Um, yeah, it, it is a bizarre one. Um, it's you know as a as a not a non-italian fan it sometimes feels quite funny when they don't qualify because it's always funny when a big nation that you don't support doesn't <laughs> qualify so that's always entertaining but at the same time whenever england draw italy i'm also worried at that fixture um so yes yeah, it's, yeah it's, a, it's a weird one it feels bizarre when italy don't qualify and I've obviously, I've obviously been for a couple of tournaments now but i just can't quite work it out we have had quite um They've had quite a flurry of managers over the last few years as well, haven't they? Or have I have I got that wrong?
0: No, I think, I think we had um, Mancini, and I think he was there for a bit, but I think either side of that, well, sorry, before that, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was overly consistent. And it'll be interesting to see now. Um, I just don't think there's patience anymore with managers. But, yeah, I, I do just, I, I just don't think we're bringing through the youth. Whereas I think, you know, every kid in England wants to play football, it feels like, at times. I just don't think we're seeing the youth academy and the money in, in the youth side of the game over there. I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And also, we've, um, you know, we've had a really ageing defence. Obviously, Chiellini must be, what, about 105 by yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not far behind. So, you know, we've got yeah. to bring, the, yeah. got to bring the, new, the new players through. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see what Spalletta does. Um, so, so. We yeah. only managed four against the Macedonia, so we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, that was a bit of a as a bad result, wasn't it, for a nation like Italy?
1: It was, it was because that was there were the reason that we didn't qualify. Um, yeah, the World yeah. Cup because you know they yeah. really, we failed to beat them, but yeah, I just I don't know. They just oh, if they don't qualify again, that is going to be a bit gutting, to be honest.
2: My one of my first ever football memories, like when I think back to what the first earliest memories I can remember, is when Italy lost to Brazil. When that was it, USA ninety four, USA ninety four, yeah. wasn't when the, the Fabio yeah. missed that penalty. Think- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. It, it, it's funny because it is always the well, you do obviously remember the, the the highs, but it's the sad thing, the lows in football that stay with you for a long time. So for me, one of my earliest memories was it was Italy ninety when we got knocked out. In the semis by Argentina, and I just remember sitting there in the dark on my couch shedding a tear. And that was like the first time I realised football could really piss me off. <laughs> and yeah, all but these you years know, later, it's doing it every week. Yes,
1: I think you know Maradona had a had a lot to do with what you know what went on there. Yeah. So yeah, he's not
2: he's not popular with the English either. So don't <laughs> <I> worry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he he. You know, he it, I just, it's just a series of complete errors that you just don't understand. Why would they want to play that match in Naples? You know,
0: yeah, because yeah. those
1: Napoli fans, that you know, they're a breed of their own, and you know, they were going to support Maradona over their own national team. He totally divided everybody, and you just think, yeah. why would you have just? Why did you hold it there? So they kind of only got themselves to blame a little bit for that. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Oh, this was a... I
2: think was heartbreaking about international football. It's like when you don't qualify or when you get knocked out, it's another two years before you're actually in something again. That's a it's a long old way. It's not like, you know, Tottenham go out of cup and you're like, Oh, it's only a few months until we're in another one. It's uh yeah, it's a long time in international football, isn't it?
1: It is.
0: Yeah, but then I have a stress free summer. I'm really not, yeah, 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 I'm not shouting at the TV when they lose their opening game or or, or whatever. True. Yeah,
1: no, not, you know, I feel lucky that I've witnessed a World Cup win and, and a Euro's win, in, you know, in my lifetime. So yeah, yeah, I've,
0: I've yeah. Been yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's it for me. for Questions, Dan. Have you got? Uh,
2: no, no, nothing. I think we've been fairly, fairly extensive. mm
0: Yeah. So thank you, Dinah, uh, for, for, for giving us uh, your, your, your thoughts and your memories on Liverpool and, and Italy. We'll, we'll probably get you on in the, again in a year's time or at the end of the season when uh, we'll see if Liverpool have either triumphed or got, uh, got into the Champions League. We'll, we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll call you back then. Yeah,
1: I um, might be calling, We'll see what happens.
2: And, <laughs> and remember that um, Dan wants you to do well because you're the team he dislikes the least. No, is no, it's hold it's on. Said on, <laughs> hold what, an
1: on. Accolade. what an accolade that is. Oh, hold yeah. on, no,
0: no. Yeah. No,
2: I said.
1: Right,
0: let's just get this clear now. I said I like Liverpool. I said especially there are teams I dislike <laughs> being like Arsenal and Chelsea. So you want a team you like. Don't start mixing it up. We we've got to work together. Don't don't start stirring it up. So.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I am I'm actually interested to, to sort of chart Tottenham's progress because I think you Know, I think Andrew will do a good job, so it'll be nice to see how, how he get along.
2: He's he's um, um I think it was you who sent me a link yesterday, Dan. But a lot of managers are coming, well, a lot of rival fans, sorry, are coming out and saying they really like him. And it's the first time Tottenham have had a manager like that, but it seems a you know more popular. So, fingers crossed that he, he does the job,
1: yeah. <laughs> as long as you know, you don't take a Chambers League place over so us, oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs>
2: Oh we Well there might gone. be there might be five this year, so we can have one each.
1: Well that's true. That's that is a bit good news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in that cause Matt United <laughs> doesn't get one of them.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll go with that. we we agreed on that.
0: Okay. But no, seriously, thank you for coming on, uh giving some of your time. Um yeah, so that was Diana, who is a Liverpool fan. We are always on the lookout for people who support teams to come on and yeah, tell us a bit of, of why you're passionate about that team and, and, and some stories and memories of why you, you follow a particular club. It could be anywhere in the world, any division. So if, if you do want to do that, you, you can get in touch. Dan, do you want to shout the socials just because my mind's gone blank again?
2: Uh, we're on X. <laughs> x or twitter formerly known as twitter um, at ju- at just football pod uh, oh, well, instagram, instagram as now, well now. Yeah, yeah instagram now on at just football pod as well
0: yeah where yeah you can hear me singing i got proper stitched up by by dan and dave on that so that's all i'm gonna say so yeah drop us a note if you want to if you want to appear on it and we'll see you on the next episode of just football
2: thanks for listening to just football we hope you enjoyed the show if you did Please share with your friends and family. We're available on all podcasting platforms and you can follow us on X at JustFootball Pod.
1: In the meantime, keep your head up and your eyes on the ball.